It's Friday. Shout out! Is it my imagination or did this week fly? It did. Murphy yeah. said this on Wednesday night when we were getting into bed. He goes, is it Thursday tomorrow already? And then the next yeah. thing you know, the next it's Friday. Gonna be Friday. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I said. Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude. Well, the latest national emergency is a lack of sauce at Chick-fil-A. Woo! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're that really... way, is, that, is that because they're putting it in the bigger, bigger bottles now? Uh, you Probably know, not. Probably people are hoarding it, it's right? It's supply chain issues. They're, oh, okay. they're not getting enough at the store. So they're limiting <laughs> you to one sauce per entree, two sauces per meal, and three sauces per 30 count of chicken nuggets. Three sauces it? for 30 nuggets. Did you see our Mm-mm. friend Dave posted that he has a ton of Chick-fil-A sauces. Come get them. He's only yeah. going to charge five bucks a pack or okay. something stupid like But like, like Murphy alluded to, you go to Walmart now and buy the jug of it. I know. I have the Polynesian sauce and I have the Chick-fil-A sauce. But when you buy, when you, okay, understand this. When you buy a meal at Chick-fil-A, wherever you get the sauce yeah. on the side. I know. Like, not free, but... I know. We'll just, you know, bring the big bottle from home if you have to. I guess I still don't understand this. I mean, what else in that supply chain is the problem? I I, I mean, they can't can't get the sauce there, but they can still get the nuggets and everything else there. I think it's a funny story. And there's that national run on ketchup right now, too. What? Okay. Thank goodness you and I picked up a bottle the other day, Jody. Yeah. (sighs) Which one did you get? Regular ketchup. Oh. Oh, ketchup. Okay, yeah. not not Chick Fil A. Don't get sauce. too excited. <clears throat> okay, so uh, Murphy and I can't handle flaming hot nachos or Doritos or any <laughs> of that Sensitive stuff. Sensitive men. Unfortunately, Doritos is kicking it up. They now have double extra flaming hot. Huh? Which I don't understand that. But I don't even want to try that. one because it would be cool, crunched up and like put on something yeah. as a coating. Sounds good. It's, I like heat, but I like the wing sauce heat more than I like that flaming hot heat. Yes. It's a, you know what I mean? This I, it's is a just difference. like pain. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot just to be hot. Okay. Uh, but give me the regular Doritos all day. Hershey's has a Hershey bar coming out for uh, Memorial Day and July 4th. It's mm-hmm. red, white, and blue. It's the cookies and cream white bar. Oh, cute. And the cookie pieces inside are red and blue. That's nice. Cute. So if you're doing s'mores over the summer, you can make red, white, and blue s'mores. Nice. <laughs> coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, Becky wants to get us all ready for our road trips for Memorial Day weekend or the summer. We love having you along for any old thing that you've heard about this week that you'd like to join the conversation on. It is Grateful Friday, so jump in. 877-310-4MSJ. Hello, Becky. Hey, I wanted to talk about dryer sheets. I got another great use. Hit me, baby. Okay, so if you've ever been on a trip and you know when you look at the front of your car and all the bugs are scattered across the front of your car and they're hard to get off, I I wet a dryer sheet, I rub the dryer sheet on all the bugs Mm -hmm. before I wash and they come off beautifully. Okay, that's easy. Hmm. I've heard that but never tried it. There's no uh, film on the windshield or anything like that? It doesn't leave a a residue? I don't do it on like I do it on the grill of the front of my car, where all you know, it's it. like love bug season. Yeah, yeah. Bumper, all yeah. The, they're stuck on the grill of the car. Gotcha. Um, and the front, and they're hard to get off. Okay. And so my daddy taught me that a, a long time ago when we used to drive places. Right. He goes, That'll eat, the, the bugs will eat your paint away, so get them off as soon as you can. Good and to I know. And I do that, mm. then I wash them, mm-hmm. and I wash the car, and it's good. Excellent. And it, smel- it smells nice and floral-like, right? 
Well, it depends on what you use. Absolutely. So the rest of the bugs that come up there, they're just, they're loving the smell. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Becky. So there must be like some miracle chemical in these dryers. <laughs> About teams. to say. Right. Chemical for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, the good news is it is something that smells good. You know, um, what was the other, what was the reason that sh- that we brought it up at all this Because you put it in the mailboxes to get rid oh, of the, the wasps. Right. The, right. It, wasps don't like it. Yeah. So I say rub them everywhere. Bring them with you everywhere. Well, unless you're allergic sheets. to it, you know, yeah. I suppose. It reminds me of, uh, what are those, magic erasers? Yeah. Now, have you? Yes. There are I times have. when I'm like trying to clean something, I don't know what, and it's like nothing works, and all the of a sudden it'll eraser. hit me. Magic eraser. Yeah. And it does, and then you want to clean everything with it. Well, no. The magic I've, eraser. I have also taken paint off with a magic eraser. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you've got to clean gingerly, gently, yeah. And they make Murphy. it in sheets now, too. I didn't know that. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, thank you, Becky. We love to hear from you. I'm going to think about that when going on a trip, mm-hmm. you know. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, Pamela Anderson makes it clear what she thinks about this Pam and Tommy Hulu series that's coming. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, we told you earlier this week, and I know you can't wait to watch it, Sam. Hulu's got this series coming up called Pam and Tommy. And we do mean Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Man, that was the original rock couple. Well, yeah. from that time, anyway. So going to follow this up with Heather and Tommy? Heather was first. Oh. He was married to Heather first. Anybody and Tommy? <laughs> it's a lot of Tommies and other people, but okay. Pamela Anderson, it's coming to Hulu. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like six episode series about their whirlwind romance, and we all we, we all knew too much about it. They they saw each other, met each other, and it was on. They were so in love. It was didn't too he, much. Didn't he have a uh, mural of her painted in his he, yeah. stairwell or elevator yeah. area or something? He also of his took house? a video camera yeah, on vacation. Home videos. And, yes, <laughs> they did. They were the first ones to have that. And there's the big question mark of whether. Yeah, I don't think I'd be I'm bragging sorry. about that, but yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, but. We started There's that. the big question of whether they put it out there to yeah. make the money from it or, or their, someone really stole it from them. Yeah. And there's varying stories. Anyway, the word is Pamela Anderson has no intention of watching it. She thinks it's a cheap knockoff, and how can anybody really know what happened but the two of us? And I agree with that. She doesn't need to watch it. She lived it. I know. Um, she says she doesn't even know actress Lily James, who's playing her. Mm. And by the way, Lily looks like her mm-hmm. when she's all dressed up and dolled up, if you will, and doesn't know Sebastian Stan, who will be playing Tommy. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's going to get us all straight on the difference between Best Buy and Use Buy on your groceries. It's almost the weekend, and uh, if there's anything you missed this week do you want to catch up on, do it with the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. You can pop in your earbuds while you're exercising or walking or whatever. Uh, and, of course, every episode of After the Show that we did after the show this week. Yeah, you get that there. Okay. Sam wanted me to bring this to your attention, Murphy, mm-hmm. that most Americans don't know the difference between Best Buy. That's on, an electronic store. No, no, no. Best <laughs> oh. if used by on food and then use by. So yeah. Best Buy, date. And then use by date. I mean, to me, it would, like seem to to be, it would seem to be pretty easy. It's Best Buy just means freshest buy. You right. can still eat it after the Best Buy date. But yes. you know, sell by means it just needs to get out of the store by then. Use by. Know? Oh, yeah. I've seen sell by as well. Yeah. yeah. And then use by means don't use it after the date. 
Yeah. Did you get that, Sam? You yeah. Understand Is that, that right? Too? Some of them have expiration on it. Or I do think they so have too. Expire? Yeah. It, you have to read and comprehend and think. I guess expire is the same as used by. Yeah. Believe me, Murphy checks all of it. You can bring something home brand new. He cracked the seal open on it and he will still investigate the date and the scent. So do they all mean the same thing to you, Murphy? No. Uh, why? They mean the uh, same thing assume. to you? Or they, no, they don't. I just figure with you and your, your particular. Overly. With everything going rotten, everything, as long as it has a date on it, it's got to be out by that date. So, I mean, if it, if it's past the use-by date, to me, if it's meat and it's the sell-by, it's questionable. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but, the you know, but you know, best if used-by, it depends. Like bread, I think, usually says best if used-by. Yeah. Because yeah. You can, you but, can you know. stretch it. Here's what it actually means. You're okay. so right on. Best if used-by, appear. that's going to appear on stuff that does have a longer shelf life, and yeah. it's up to you. They're yeah. going to tell you it's freshest here, but of course you can still consume it a little after. That's up to you. That's the stuff you look at and Buyer see beware. if it's got like green splotches on well, it. Yeah. And then used-by are for products that have shorter shelf lives. Yeah. Used-by. Which it doesn't, I think, used by is on milk, I want to say. right? Probably, and meat products. As it should be. Sour cream, dairy Murphy, products. The thing about Murphy is this, and know this, even if he suspects, if, it's, if, if there's any hint of suspicion that something is bad, mm-hmm. it might as well be thrown out because he's not going to be able to eat it and enjoy it without worrying that it's going to make him <laughs> yeah, sick. If it, well, look, if it doesn't smell right, I'm just not going to put it in That's my right. mouth. <laughs> Coming up next. Sam has music news. I'll let you know why you'll need to spend the holidays in Vegas this year. Mm. Sam's music news. Yeah, Jody brought us up to speed on some of the acts coming to Vegas residencies at the new Resorts World. 5,000 seat theater. Resorts World sounds awesome. Sounds like it ought to have an amusement park and everything. It might eventually. You know there are roller coasters on top of casinos. Uh, Celine Dion's going to open up their theater. I have a friend who went to see yeah. Celine in Vegas and said she cried. Not Celine, my friend. I wouldn't go see Celine, but I bet if you get caught up in the feelings. You're going to cry. She can draw it out of you, Sam. And she I'm opens serious. it November 5th with a benefit for COVID. And then she's there all November. And then in December, Carrie Underwood takes over. I don't think she doesn't rock a little bit. And She'll do Welcome to the Jungle in concert. You just don't know. She's there early December and then uh, Chris, or New Year's Eve through early January, Katy Perry. That's big. And her, her show's going to be so extra. Yeah. There's going to be extra stuff everywhere. And yeah. then when they get Katy Perry out of there around Valentine's Day, it's going to be Luke Bryan. Uh, that's Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Bryan. One Bryan. syllable. Huge back-to-back. Yeah, yeah, and that's only the first three months, so goodness it knows. It works for them, and guess what? It works for Vegas because you saw the news about them opening casino play to 100% capacity now, yeah. too. You can go gamble, 100% capacity, bring it. Tickets for all those shows go on sale Monday the 24th. Demi Lovato is uh, becoming the hardest-working woman in show business. Well, that's J-Lo, but okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Careful Jennifer. where you step. She is going to star in an unscripted series about UFOs on the Peacock Network called Unidentified with Demi Lovato. Yeah, I heard well, about wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. What does unscripted mean? It's they don't, like a there's reality. There's no script. Yeah, they're they just, just going to talk about UFOs. Film. Okay. Didn't know yeah. she was a UFO person. Her and her sister are going to do that. Mm-hmm. She's also launching a new podcast uh, next week cool. called 4D with Demi Lovato. She said it's 4D because... It lets her have conversations that transcend the typical discourse. You know okay. what? Here's the deal. You said she's hardworking and good. Here's what I'm thinking. And she's got a comedy on NBC. Coming. I know she does about eating disorders, eating. but it's a comedy. 
working this like this this much may be part of her recovery. Oh, I was, yeah. I was thinking that. You stay busy. Yeah, it's, it's it helps. It can. Help. I mean, I know that for it a can fact. become the new addiction. They say, but I believe in being busy. Yeah, yeah. Coming up, first of all, thank you for all the ideas for the icebreaker game that yeah. I was supposed to play at that board meeting that I was opening the other day. Mm. Um, I it did happen, but not it didn't go as planned. I'll tell you about that coming up. Got that Friday feeling, which is a good uh, thing to this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, I did the um, board meeting the other day. Remember? Mm-hmm. The, I'm, oh, I'm the right. parent chair on this very important board, foundation board. I love the way Jody says that. <laughs> it's a very important board. Well, it is. I, t- I, f- I feel you, responsible. You, we, we, that's what I was saying. When you say it, you mean the weight of the responsibility. You feel like you really need to be a contributor. I can't go and with I this haphazardly like I do so many other things. I have a question. Um, you said they basically have deemed you the icebreaker. Right. They've um, asked me to be the class clown. And that's not your military code name, right? <laughs> the icebreaker. Uh, where's icebreaker? <laughs> um, you said there are two parent people, right? Right. What is the other parent person? That I, well, does he's they the, fall, fall he's in the, with the father board? of like the valedictorian. So oh. he's, he's bringing all he, the good. He's a super cool guy. His son is a super cool guy, too. His but son's going to yeah. be a neurosurgeon. Yeah, wow. right, exactly. Meanwhile, I'm the icebreaker. So if you ever need some neurosurgery in the future, Sam, yeah. okay. don't come to Jody. Anyway, listen. Okay, so remember I told you, hey, this was my idea for the game. Since the high school thing, I was going to say... You know, they want me to start the meeting with a little something for everybody to get to know mm-hmm. each other and warm up before we get to business. So I shared here on the show, hey, I'm thinking about getting them to tell a high school story, like your most embarrassing yeah. day of high school. Like what day would you erase of high school if you could start? And I said that here. And then I thought I changed my mind. I'm like, that's not a good story because you're putting people on the spot. Right. So yeah. I came up with right. something that I thought was better. Yeah. I had done a Facebook Live. I was in the studio late, so I just logged on from here to do the meeting, and I logged in two minutes late. Did you log on with our sign in the background? Kind of. I scooched over so that it wouldn't be obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I log on, and I'm thinking, I'm going to drop this really good topic on them. You know, that would be quicker and it wouldn't put anybody on the spot. They had already started. They, they said, we listened, and we heard you say that, and we love it. So we're talking about high school stories. So they were telling oh. embarrassing high school stories. So you yeah. started the meeting without, without even starting, starting the, meeting. the meeting. Yeah. So, well, see, but then that kind they of worked out. It. And you can save your great idea for the next meeting. I've got two more in my back pocket. Yeah. I'm ready. Well, tell us now. That way, if they hear it, they can start the next meeting. No, I'm going to save it. I'm no. not going to dump out all my candy at once. So I, I, I'm dying to know one of these embarrassing stories, if you can share it later. Maybe. Coming up next. Sam has his Friday favorite. Or uh, do you want to do outsider? I'll do outsider too? then. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has uh, another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, Sam's got you got your Friday favorite. I sure do. It's a fun documentary, especially if you're a late night TV fan. So, in case you missed anything this week, you can always catch up later on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. It's easy to subscribe. It's free. You can use your favorite podcast provider. You know, Google, blah 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 blah, whatever you want to use. Uh, it's time for Sam's Friday favorite. Sam's Friday favorite. This is a, a show, a documentary that uh, series that started on CNN a couple weeks ago called "The Story of Late Night." Right. Oh, Murphy's about, gonna have a fit. But all the late night shows, and it goes back, you know, almost seventy years to the beginning. Uh, in fact, 70 years? Almost wow. 70 years. 1954, Steve Allen. It goes, it goes all the way back to the, to Steve Allen. And 
it's cool because some of the stuff he actually did the first time he went on TV is still being done today. Steve Allen starts The Tonight Show in 1954, and some of the things he put in place absolutely were permanent. The desk, the guests, the way they came out. It doesn't matter who the guest is. They get scale as guests. No extra money for the big stars. Mm -hmm. Which huh. is pretty cool. That and is cool I had always heard that, but I never believed it, that the stars just got, you know, a few Scale. hundred bucks. Well, Didn't they do it, though, also to promote what they have. It's, it's a bigger picture thing to show up on yeah. their shows, yeah. I think. It's chump change PR. for them, really. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, and, of course, they do spend a lot of time uh, talking about Johnny Carson and how he revolutionized TV. He He's the one that changed the monologue to reactions to what happened that day. Johnny created the system where he took each joke and put it on a board that went across the length of the studio. So that way he could edit while he was performing. Mm. In Johnny's monologues, when he would bomb, that was always the funniest joke. It yeah. was, that's true. It, yeah, it is. Then, that's when, the way he would play it. When you watch this, they show all the cue cards, you know, across the on the floor, the across visuals. the stage. And that way when Johnny's doing it, he can say, oh, well, there's my best jokes. I'm going to just go to that one because I'm bombing. Or I wow. can drop this joke or I can try that one. So that like, is so cool. It wasn't just like, next joke, next joke, next joke. I, I love no Johnny idea. Carson. It's yeah. really See, now if you cool. go back and watch a monologue, you can probably see him looking down or yeah. looking at it. And it does talk about how Letterman, you know, when he jumped over to CBS, kind of mm. opened things up for everybody. Finally, you have a host in Letterman who can go on another network and really make inroads into The Tonight Show. And then that opens the door for everybody else. And eventually we get to today and there's like, you know, 12 shows. Yes. Them. That's so true. And so what's cool, really right? cool is it talked about, you know, Leno's contract. They had written a contract for Leno that said, you get to take over when Johnny leaves, and Letterman mm. didn't know that contract existed. Ouch. Oh. Part of the problem with him being so upset. Exactly. Okay, so, so where do we get this? Every Sunday night on CNN, it's six weeks. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The long-awaited Friends reunion special is right around the corner. I'm here to get you ready. Okay, it premieres. May 27th debuts on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So between now and then, I'm going to spend my time trying to figure out if I even have HBO Max. Yeah. Because I have when HBO I had through HBO Amazon. Now and HBO this, and I was confused, but now yeah. just Max, I'm still confused I have whether it I have through things or Amazon not. like a channel. So that's a project. Wah, wah, Here's what's huh? up. Here's what's up. All six original cast members, they're going to sit down on that soundstage on the Warner Brothers studio lot there. And they're going to just sit down and remember and tell stories. It's reported that they got at least $2.5 million each nice. for doing this. I'm mm. thinking they, they want to get together anyway. Pretty funny. You haven't done it in years, and you get back together, and you make $2.5 million. Well, wow. you know, they don't have to talk about it, I guess. Okay, so here's the big head scratcher for me in the question mark. Guest stars. There's a bunch of guest stars. I mean, uh, and names that I can't put together. David Beckham. Yeah. James Corden stopping by. Lady Gaga. <laughs> All I can is that think, just to fill time? I don't. You don't need to fill time. That's what I don't understand. But to me, it's got to be that maybe they're going to talk about think the, their favorite episode. What, what friends means to them? Yeah. Let me tell you some other names. Kit Harrington. That's a Game of Thrones throw. <laughs> yeah. Um, Reese Witherspoon. She was actually on the show yeah. for a few episodes, and then um, Justin Bieber. I mean, he's on the list. Yeah, okay. Okay, so HBO Max, May 27th, <laughs> The Friends Reunion. Coming up, 877-310-4MSJ. Grateful Friday coming to you next, Laura. 
You know, we love to hear from you anytime. It's Grateful Fridays. You can always hit us up, 877-310-4MSJ. Earlier this week was International Nurses Day. I think Nurses Week yeah. is wrapping up as well. So, uh, Laura, you've got a story to share with us on that? My grandmother that I'm named after, she's 91, mm-hmm. was a nurse for until she was 74 years old. Wow. She took care of everyone in our family. Everyone. Yes. Yeah, and she's such a fantastic person. And I lost my other grandmother um, to cancer last September. Mm -hmm. And I was very, very, very close to her. And Mm -hmm. I have her middle name. But when I was 16, Mm -hmm. I decided I was proud of my name because they're both of my grandmother's names. And I was going to make it a point to know them both as well as I could as long as they were alive. So I would know myself better. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to reiterate how grateful I am for all the nurses in the world, especially my grandmother, because it is an important job that they do, and they are so helpful. Right. They're the ones, like, on the ground, getting hands dirty. And I have a hilarious story about my grandmother. It's quick. I know I'm taking a lot of time, but it's quick. Um, My Meemaw, that's what I call her, when she was a nurse, there was a doctor that she did not like because he was arrogant Mm -hmm. and he thought he was better than everybody. (laughs) And his patient was out of control somewhere on the hospital floor. She ran a hospital of 500 nurses until she retired. So she went to one of the doctors to talk about one of those patients. Mm -hmm. And that doctor just said, I'm busy right now drinking my coffee. Come back later. Mm. Well, she turned around and twirled her pinky in a loop. And and walked off. And before she could leave the room, somebody said, what does that mean? And she said, he ain't even worth the tail feather. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something a grandma somebody would say. Inappropriate or mean, she still uses that. Yeah. yeah. Man, that is grandmother game right there. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Laura. And thanks for sharing with us on uh, Nurses Week. Man, you get it, right? I guess I'm just slow today. She's just clean. She's cleaning it up like any grandmother would do, right? Yeah, not the not the bird, but just the tail feather. But he's not even worth the tail feather. Uh, you understand, uh, Grandma okay. Game. Three things you need to know today. I know you saw this, but let's break it down. The CDC says fully vaccinated people don't have to wear masks indoors now and they don't necessarily have to stay six feet apart but that is still that is ingrained in us now you know that well the the other thing is and i saw this all over social yesterday it's like how do you tell if somebody's just not wearing a mask or they've been vaccinated i know i I wondered about that should we all be wearing a i've been vaccinated anyway you should stay you should wait two weeks after your last shot before ditching that mask in public. And there are, of course, some exceptions like hospitals, airports, and then stores that reserve the right to say masks are still required. Yeah, which are a lot of stores right now. pay attention, step lightly. Number two, um, Wednesday night, you know, that uh, the Colonial Pipeline was restored. And the company does say that the gasoline should be flowing to all gas stations by this weekend. That means by even later today. And by the way, that company paid Russian hackers five million bucks. Oh, they did to pull their ransomware. All right, ouch! That's an expensive. That's shutdown. the precedent for others, but whatever. Yeah, I know. Um, and moving on, number three. A-Rod is moving on, apparently. All the J-Lo hurt this week. He still was very busy. He's made a verbal agreement to buy the NBA's 
Minnesota Timberwolves. Nice. He'll be part owner. He tried to buy the Mets last year, and that fell through. Yeah. He tried to buy it with J-Lo, though, so all That's that J-Lo stuff falling through. Three things to know today. And coming up, Jody has her Friday favorite. Yeah, this is the hottest celebrity romance. It's this a, week. It, my it's the hottest one, and I'll tell you why. It's my favorite. I'm so excited about it coming up. Happy Friday. You know, we like to look over uh, favorite moments of the past week. Jody's got a few. Jody's Friday favorite. I have two. Number one honorable mention Friday favorite is that Miss Tina Turner finally will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Man, when I love an artist... I'm there for life, and she's one of them. Yeah. I love everything she ever did, and I, when you know her story, you root for her no it's matter well what. It's well-deserving. This is actually overdue, so I'm glad. It is. And she, uh, and she tweeted that, I'm absolutely thrilled to be included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes! I hope she'll be there for the ceremony, which won't yeah. happen until the fall, so we'll we'll see. Maybe she'll be well enough to be there. My other favorite this week, guys, I'm sorry, but I have to gush about the hottest celeb romance ever coming back into our lives, and that's J-Lo and Ben Affleck. You, you know think I it's going to last? I don't know. I don't, you don't know. Care, you do know you? what I like? I like that they got back together. So what makes, Hot and heavy. What makes them the exciting couple, the match? I just thought that they were so good together back yeah. then, and I loved it. And you could see, when they're together, you can see the heat, I think. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see any of that with, a, with what's his name? Alex Rodriguez. I yeah. didn't see that. I'm like, I, I remember the whole time I was you like, thought it was a business relationship? Him? I don't know. But here's what I love about it. It's unfinished business. She broke up with him right before they were about to get married. And he was brokenhearted. The word was, when things were falling apart with A-Rod, Ben started to write to her, both single, started to communicate with her while she was in the Dominican Republic filming the movie. And so it seemed to us really fast. And it is fast for him to whisk her away and say, look, I want to see you. Let's go away together to a chalet for a week, mm-hmm. which they did. Talk things out. Dude. Red Sox are better than Yankees. <laughs> but you know what? And a lot of people think that's fast. And you know what? Maybe it is. But when she decides to move on, it's her business how quickly she moves well, and who she spends time with. Also, too, they may have just gone and talked. They may have. She just needed a breather. And, and you maybe know. he's just a true friend. Yeah. I don't yeah, believe that, though. They've been in a relationship, so it's... It, it's I not, believe it's hot. It would be fast, maybe, if it were the first time they'd met, but not... I believe it's unfinished business. <sighs> okay. I don't know if she's going to slip that pink ring back on or not, but I like them together. I know it's silly, and I want her to be happy. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, Murphy has made a decision, Sam, and is ready to tell all of us about his dad's Harley. Mm -hmm. Sam, I don't know if I told you I made Jody scream the other day. Uh, well, can we talk about this? Yeah. It's a family show. Yeah, we can. Okay. Uh, you know, I surprised her with, uh, I had been at my dad's house. You know, my dad passed in January, yeah. and my brother and sister and I are still cleaning things out. And I had been thinking for a while now, since he passed, um, all the things that we want to keep in the family. And there are three really big things that define my dad. Mm-hmm. One was his Triumph, which is his first motorcycle. The other was his Harley, which he rode up until about 12 weeks before he passed away. You that know, Harley is the one that was at the at the funeral yeah. home. You saw yeah, it. Yeah, we brought it to the funeral home. Um, and then the third thing, which hasn't run in 40 years, is his <laughs> Corvette. Oh, okay. Um, which, you know, for ever since I was a child, it was supposed to be, we're going to get this thing running again. We're going to get this thing running again and so forth. Wait, to paint anybody a picture, and, dude, this is a red... 66 Stingray Corvette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest looking thing. 
ever. But now, looking, not driving. Well, yeah, well, and, and, and okay, so it then it's a little rusted, mm-hmm. and it needs a lot of repair, mm. which means a lot of work. I mean, restoring something that's, that's that age is it's not- It's a TV show. It is a TV well, show. You're right, Jody. And you don't just bring something like that to anybody either. No. you got to find somebody that specializes in that stuff. But yeah. yeah, and so if we've really kind of delayed those till you know till we're completely done with everything, just because we're yeah. not we're not in a rush. We know we want to keep all those things in the family. But I surprised Jody because I told her that I think that I actually want to you know restore and buy that car from my brother and sister. Oh, okay, and, yeah. and, and I thought you I thought you were gonna say that you wanted the Harley. Yeah, I, was, I thought you were dead set and on I the Harley. I thought really? you were gonna start yeah. riding your Harley on Sunday mornings just like your dad did, and I expected to hear that sound leaving our driveway. Like I thought that's where you were gonna go, and that would have been fine with me. And it's not my choice anyway. But the fact that you. I don't know. It's just a, a shock to me. Well, the thing is, it's exciting. I, I mean, motorcycling was always fun for me as a teen. I loved it. I'm just, I'm not in that place right now. Mm. You know, with traffic being what it is or whatever, I'm just, I'm a four wheel kind of guy now yeah. instead of two. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. But, um, so I, but you know, I mean, it's still going to, now, the, here's the other trick. I've not mentioned this to my brother or sister yet, so <laughs> I don't think you should, you know. Well, well maybe they'll hear about maybe, it now. Maybe I've spilled the beans. Dane and early. Jackie, what do you think? That this is a wish. Duke and Jackie. Yeah. Oh, Duke. That I'm this sorry, is a yeah. wish is all. And you'd be happy with any of it, right? Oh, yeah. The three of us are doing, you know, fine with life. As long as it stays in the family, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So let's take you to the big Ellen DeGeneres story where she announced to her staff, to the world, and she was on the Today Show yesterday with Savannah Guthrie about quitting the show and leaving at the end of this season. She says she didn't rehearse her monologue. She just talked, with, knew right. what she wanted to say, said it, and got choked up. I think, what I, I think I got choked up on saying that this has been the best experience of my life. I think that's when I got choked up. And... Because it has been, you know, I mean, I don't intend on retiring. I I want to do other things. But if if I never do another thing in my life, this has been the the thing I'm most proud of. Wow, that's a big statement to yeah. make. And there's a lot, okay, there's a lot that Maybe goes along go with it. Maybe she go back to stand-up. That'll be fun. She's done some great stand-up, yeah. And that's the thing. She said, her publicist said, just stop. When you finish the show out this year, which she has to finish the whole show. Yeah. She has more shows to do. Like, everything will be a goodbye interview. Then it's like, just stop and see what comes your way. She can afford to. Oh, yeah. A lot of people can't afford to stop, but she can. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a little backlash, of course, because some of the people that worked there that said, look, this was a toxic environment said, don't, you know, don't say you didn't know. And, all, and there's always a little backlash. You have to be really thick skinned to huh. be in the public eye. And she says, yes, it hurt her. All of this did. She's not bulletproof. And that's the reason she had Oprah sit down with her on the show. Well, via video conference, because she wanted the support of a friend. You know, we'd love to hear from you. You can always jump in 877-310-4MSJ and join the conversation or hit us up online. Social Media Connect. All right. From our Facebook page and Instagram, I posted, well, it's time for Phoebe Says. Our youngest says the funniest things. She's passionate about funny little things. Mm-hmm. She said this the other night and she went on and on for 20 minutes and I wrote it down. And so I posted it. She says, I hate celery so much. It makes me angry just thinking about it. It's the worst vegetable. 
And she went on and on about why it's horrible. Somebody forced her to eat some or something? I don't know. She's no, just it's really weird. Passionate. I don't. Yeah, it's it's funny. <laughs> some things just hit her strange. And even I was like, okay, you're going to you're gonna have to explain this celery problem to me because I don't really get it. And she went into the stringiness, the yeah. taste. It's not worth it, you know. So anyway, I posted that because Phoebe says, she says funny stuff like this. Michelle says, I love it in vegetable soup and salads. Pretty good with peanut butter, too. Oh. I've heard of peanut butter on celery. Well, yeah, you put peanut butter in celery. In the celery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My grandmother used to put pimento cheese on celery stalks and put them on a plate and serve mm-hmm. them. And that's doable. Okay, um, Christine says, I love, love celery, and it's my pup's favorite treat, too. Hmm. If you gave celery to a dog, you should try it. So, I'm just saying. I, I don't eat celery. I know I mean, you celery, if I do, it's because it's, it's in cooked. A, it's in a soup or a, exactly. a food. Yeah. Jessica said, this is actually the one vegetable my four-year-old will eat. Wow, Jessica, you might be the only mom on the planet with that hey, when, going uh, on. Sammy and Will, my two oldest, were little. They were cucumber freaks. Yeah. Constantly eating cucumbers and ranch everywhere oh, we yeah. go. Yeah. That's, yeah. So funny. The first time you introduce something like cucumbers or or carrots to a kid with ranch. Yeah. It's a whole new ball game, and ranch is everywhere. Then they get older, and they realize it's a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> the trick about celery is, is too much of it in food is overpowering. It's yes. a balancing. Yeah. But I love I love the taste of it. The stringiness is the only thing that I agree with Phoebe on. Is that's that's become that's what becomes the problem. Yeah. The strings. I love the taste. Becky of it, says my dad loves it so much when we go out and um, celery comes with our meal like wings. He eats all the celery. Yeah. Hmm. Jimmy said it's only good in a Bloody Mary. Ah, that's the only yeah. place it should <laughs> ever ah, the good be old days. used. Melissa <laughs> says the same. Thank you. We do love hearing from you. Hit us up anytime on Facebook or Instagram. I feel like for Potter fans, we've been hearing about this Harry Potter store, the first, the world's only official Harry Potter store. Like, you can find merch at checkouts, but the an actual store that's dedicated only to Harry Potter mm-hmm. is opening in June, less than a month away in New York City. Okay? They're going to have butterbeer and everything that you can imagine, chocolate frogs and merch. They don't sell that stuff at Universal. I'm that's sure they very, do. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But they don't have a, a one. I don't, I'm surprised. Like they a don't standalone have a store. store. Just, yeah. This is a standalone store in New York City, which is the best place to open it. Um, but they also have something called butterbeer ice cream, mm. which sounds really good. So the question is, what does it taste like? Here's what they say it tastes like. Butterscotch and buttery, creamy, sugary. And delicious. Mm. So I don't think they ate butter butter beer ice cream in the books. They no. just drank butter beer. They drank it. But it's a good. But this flavor. is America, so we gotta yeah. sugar it up. Excess.